Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's Friday on DGS. Dave taking the long weekend. He'll be back next week. We got Rachel, Andrew, Wheeler, Ranji, Amy, and Ranji is entertaining the room with with sports fight songs. On one, guys. (laughs) I'm so glad our show is over because I had like this... Eerie, like, uh, we could get fired today. <laughs> hey, I heard the Hancock and Kelly last segment. That oh. was well. That's their that fault. Was, uh, that's true. that's not us. Well, that's them. And that was actually um, pretty par for the course today because <laughs> Ranji also sang the entire Chicago Bears fight song. Yeah, and he yeah. sang on the radio. And anyway, a lot I, of people texted in, and I don't understand this. Well, a lot of people texted in and said, "Stop singing." Yeah. Which uh, I don't yeah. get. People I don't, don't yeah. like it. I, I mean, how could you not like it? I don't yeah. get it. Do you not have a good singing voice? It was so good, Rachel. <laughs> <laughs> let's hear a little. Bit. Don't no, sing the whole no. thing. No, 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 just no, a little no, bit. No, just no, a little here, bit. Here, that's what we're gonna do. Because what? you branched off into the Cubs fight song. Yeah, I know that one. Which a little. Well, I know the first few you know the words. First few words. Steve is yeah. gonna get it. so mad. <laughs> yeah. The, the, it's okay. It's Friday. Hey, hey, holy mackerel. No <laughs> doubt about it. The Cubs are on the way. All right. So Isn't that good? It's pretty good. The White Sox have a good one, too. Let's hear it. Just Let's a couple go, lines. go, go, White Sox. The White We're Sox one is... It is. Actually, it sounds like that. It does. It's the, <laughs> game, it's the game show womp womp. <laughs> oh, those poor bastards. Bears. I knew something was wrong. I knew, I knew it was going to be really a bad day when I got out of my car and Ranji was getting out of his car. And as we're walking to the door, he was swinging his arms like he does. And he goes, <laughs> I'm hungry. Today's going to be a great day. And I knew something was off. Well, Raj, describe it. <laughs> describe for the listening audience how you described your general feeling and mood today to the rest of us a minute ago. <laughs> what did I say? <laughs> I don't remember. It had to do with the weather. Oh, uh, yeah, Dave Murray <laughs> yeah. said uh, it's a there's a slow-moving cold front, and I go, that's me today. I am a slow-moving cold front. But you seem quite chipper. I'm confused. Yeah, yeah. Just wait till I crash. He is okay. moving slowly, He's going though. to crash yeah. soon. It's going to crash. I mean, it's going to be awesome. It's not a lot of, like, fast twitch going no, on at the moment. No. We're having a great day today, fellas. I'll tell you, hot take. Fight songs for pro teams, kind of lame. Yeah, I disagree. I like it. We need one. The Cardinals need one. The Blues like, kind of have one. I love What's meet the, the Mets. Which one are you talking the, well, about? The, it's not. I mean, it's not really. It's you know when the Blues go marching in, but it's. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's when the Saint. You know. I know. I know what you mean. Yeah. Anyway, how's everybody doing Everybody's today? Good. How you guys doing? Yeah, great. We're good. Yeah, all good. Mm-hmm. 
All right. I got a question oh, for you. I guess that's yeah. it. That's the show. That's it. That's it. How much, it how, much, how much does a cow cost, Ron? Oh, uh, between $2,500 and $3,000. <laughs> For a for a hamburger cow, as Amy calls him, uh, is that a joke? Is that like a pun? No, no, no. That was the segment dairy today. Dairy cow versus a hamburger. That's what cow. we talked about with Hancock and Kelly. A whole somehow. load. And uh, uh, that's a a beef cow. A dairy cow is between nine hundred and three thousand. Which seems unfair because the beef cow you're just going to kill right away. But the dairy cow has to work for like six years. Mm-hmm. They said, and then they go to the slaughterhouse, according yeah. to a listener. Yeah. At I mean, any what rate, did you think they did? I don't, I don't know. know. They got got retirement. They just go, go hang, go hang like, like literally horses. put out the pasture, I thought. Yes, like racehorses. I thought dairy cows, when they were done being milked, would go to a pasture and live out their retirement. Mm-hmm. Must be nice living like a child. <laughs> oh, they all just go to the farm. <laughs> Not like those hamburger cows. <laughs> <laughs> hamburger cow, Amy called it. Uh, all right, hey, let, let's... Uh, I saw I saw this a little bit ago, and I figured I could throw it to the group. It's not a huge thing, um, but it just kind of fits with what we're talking about as far as just being weird. Um, I think this is interesting. Uh, Ron, did you see what Martin Kilcoin tweeted out a little bit ago? I did not. He uh, he tweeted out uh, that there is a possibility that Yadier Molina will be returning to the Cardinals potentially as a coach. I thought we, that's interesting. I thought everybody wanted that. I thought everyone thought... Oh, I think everybody in Cardinal Nation would want that yeah. for sure. Like, would want... I know they talked about him being a manager or whatever, yeah. but... Yeah, I, I would... My, our biggest thing would be that you would think that Yachty is kind of over it for now and wouldn't want to come back, but we all want him back. Well, I think Polo told us that. Polo Asensio, right? That that he has uh, a lot of interest in becoming a manager someday. Yeah, That's yeah. Awesome. Which I, I think it's... I've always found it strange... When a a former ball player who had made a considerable amount of money even considers that life, yeah, I mean, he's, you know what I mean. Y- y- like when when Don Mattingly came back and yeah. he's a manager, I thought, why, why would well, you want to do this? He didn't make like what guys. I mean, the Audi made R- right, right, two hundred million dollars. I mean, yeah, that's a lot of money to go. But one thing that they all say, like you, I mean, how many times have you talked to a, a guy that's retired and what do they miss? The the lifestyle. They miss the clubhouse. They miss the competition. They miss. You know the day, the having a task day after day after day. But that's the thing is that it is once you've done it for fifteen years or whatever, ten to fifteen years, you might miss it. But then also when you get back into it, you're a few months in. You're like, man, this is a lot of work. Yeah. I just I can't believe that. I, I, I mean, sometimes not- it's in your blood and you just can't not like yeah. you have to be around. But I I find it fascinating when players like that want to come back and coach. And to be clear, it's not like this is happening. Just Martin Kilcoin tweeted out a little bit uh, this morning, tweeted out that it's possible and that, um, according to him, the two sides have talked about the idea of having him coach on the coaching staff. So that doesn't mean he's planning on it, thinking about it, doing it. But I do, I think, bigger picture, I think it's good for the Cardinals to be looking at things to do differently. Listen, right? I mean, he's... He, he he was a big part of what they have been. Do you know who would love it maybe the most hmm. if he if he came back and coached? No, Wilson Contreras. Actually, he would, you're right because he's he a would huge Yachty love fan. Yeah. Loves Yachty, yeah. and that would be a a big benefit. It'd be cool if he does it. I I just can't imagine he wants to right away, but maybe he does. Yeah, I mean, again, worth asking the question as you get as you get going. Um, oh, there was another thing I wanted to throw at you guys. Uh, Related to that, oh, Ron, did you see this? We we talked about it a little yesterday. The whole 
Bryce Harper thing. Mm -hmm. And we did not get into the Alana Rizzo part of it yesterday because I didn't seen it. But yesterday she went on MLB Network and called the so so the reporter is a member of the Baseball Writers Association of America, also happens to be the co-founder of one of the most popular baseball podcasts in the country. And she called him. She, can I even say that? Can I? Wait. I don't even know what happened. I oh, haven't heard about this yet. So Alana Rizzo is on MLB Network, okay. right? What's her pod? What's the podcast? It's uh, the Cespedes Family Barbecue. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And uh, so she's on Mad Dog. She's on with uh, Mad mm-hmm. Dog Russo uh, uh, on that midday show on MLB Network. That is also simulcast on MLB Network Radio, but on Major League Baseball's television network. Okay. I'm gonna say it. I'll I'll say it in a different way that okay. I know is a. She called him a jerk off podcast host. That's what she called him. Like okay. literally on MLB Network words. Radio. Yeah. Yes. So a person working for MLB Network called an accredited media member that on live TV in the middle of the show because she said he breached the protocol of a clubhouse, which I know you guys probably talked about. I know I did too. That like when when it's an open clubhouse and the media members are in there, it's not the sacred secret place. It's just not. And, and you know, I've seen so many former players on social media mentioning, the, you know, listen, when when the cameras are in there, mm-hmm. that's the time when you watch what you say if you don't want people to hear it. But when you're shouting it across the room for everybody to hear, that's mm-hmm. not there's no expectation that that's not going to be reported. There's no expectation that that's private. Right. I mean, and that's such a nonsensical thing. But for someone like Alana Rizzo, who has been a reporter who went to journalism school, for her to not understand that and be so hyper-aggressive with criticism of a, of a credentialed guy, a Baseball Writers Association of America credential, by the way, not just a postseason random one-time credential, but a member of you know the, the real baseball reporters, like the people that do this day in and day out. Right, like Gould. <clears throat> like Derek, Derek Gould, Gould. Like, yeah. like Hummel, like Rick Hummel has yep. always has been, like all of the guys, Ken Rosenthal, all of that. So today she apologized. And said she was wrong and she's very sorry. Heartfelt apology is what she says she's giving. And fine, you can be sorry about that. But I found this whole thing interesting because I don't think it's just a sports story. I think this translates into a bigger picture, too, is that people, and I can't believe how many regular people, mm-hmm. side with the people who are trying to keep things from you over the people that are trying to give you information. I totally agree with you on I that. Don't I don't understand I, that I know at all. that. I, I think that our anti-media environment, it's worse now than it was probably 10 years ago, but it's always kind of been there a little bit. Yeah. And it, it I think it comes directly um, from politicians who are like the fake news, uh, the, the media, they're the enemy of the people, that kind of stuff. That, that has an effect. Yeah. It has an effect on how people view the, the press. And here's what I think a lot of folks don't understand. We don't have a democracy without... The press. Of course not. We just don't. Free press is, is, it's there for a reason. We call it that for a reason because we have freedoms in part because of the press. They, they are there to check the people in power. That's the point of it. And if you hate it, well, you're on the wrong side. You just, you just are. And I, I don't understand you're, why you're, you're, people don't realize that. You're against your own side if you're looking at it that way. Get your own interest. You can disagree with the, the opinions of people that have jobs in our line of work. That's fine. There's nothing wrong with being critical of opinions. Um, unfortunately, 
we a lot of us are to blame, and I mean a lot of us, like people in the business, are to blame because we blur the line between reporting and opinions. Yeah, we blur the line between news and commentary, and I understand that there's a lot of blame for it. What I've always laughed at though is that the there's so many people who work in the media who blame the media. They'll be like on the radio with 300 affiliates. They'll be like, you know, you can't trust the media. I'm like you're in it. Yeah, that's you. Well, but that's just pandering. I know it's pandering know. to a crowd. Yeah, and and keep in mind when you think about these types of things, and this certainly the baseball story is just the jumping off point. That's not very important. It's not a big deal. Uh, that's just a bunch of baseball players trying to blame something other than their own failings for getting knocked out in the division series after a hundred win season. But the bigger picture is if people are pushing something like that on mm-hmm. you. They have their reasons for doing that because they don't want you to believe anyone else but them. All right, Andrew, I've got a story for you. You may know about it already. I'm curious what the group thinks. Now, this isn't recent, but I think the video was just made public recently. But in 2017, there were a couple of LAPD police officers who were fired. And the video is out now, so we have the, their dash cam footage, the audio of them talking about this. They get a call to go uh, go assist, to go be backup during, a, I believe it's an armed robbery. An armed robbery is happening. They're close. They get a call looking for backup, and they ignore the call because they're chasing Pokemon <laughs> on Pokemon Go. <laughs> mm. That was a that was a huge. Th- it's it's you know what it's even resurging. Uh, I feel like a little bit lately, but that's been a huge. That was a huge thing. If you remember when it first came out, like, and this was uh, 2017 when they were doing this. Yeah, I was gonna say like like 2016, 2017 when it was new. People yeah. remember people were like finding yeah. dead bodies and stuff because they just go like wandering around and stumble upon. That's the best thing I've ever heard. I mean, that takes some nerve though, right? And they're like laughing about it. They're like. But this is right here. And they're talking about it in their cars, right? So when they got in trouble for it, they tried to claim, this is kind of in the same line of what we were just talking about. They tried to claim that those communications were private and couldn't be used against them to fire them. And obviously uh, that defense didn't work very well. Hmm. But what the hell? Andrew, did you play a lot of Pokemon Go? Not really. Not that much. What so do you get? What do you get if you catch? I don't understand. Yeah, I never totally understood it. It's totally different than it's just Pokemon. What do you get? You just nothing. It's it's just a game. It's yeah. a it's a it's a game where you run around and you collect them and they're yeah. cute and you can make them fight. It's it's. Can I, this is so dumb. You can I, make them fight. No, 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 wait, this is yeah. dumb because let I, them fight. Yeah. That's what the game is about. Okay. Yes, yes. When Amy. you collect them, uh-huh. is that like you? It's like geolocated where you find them and something shows up on your yes, phone. Yes, you have an app open. So there's nothing physical. Right. There's no, it's a no. It's a videoed game. When Kevin is uh, playing baseball in his basement on his okay. videoed game, I know how video games work. He's not actually uh, he's not manifesting a I'm full ball park. ball. Rachel, listen, I'm trying is? to indulge Pokemon here, and Andrew's <laughs> mocking me. Did you play Pokemon Go? Um, I played it a little bit, and then I actually started playing it again a couple years ago. But I've deleted it off my phone because it sends you so many annoying notifications that it's yeah, not it does, worth it. it. And you can't turn that. them off. I'm sure you can, well, but I just thought oh, I'll just get it. Rid does of the whole do that. Thing. But no, it's it's fun. It's like uh, it's like augmented reality, right? Yeah. yeah. AR, they call it. Where like Amy, if you brought up your phone, right, mm-hmm. and you brought up the app, and yep. let's say there was uh, there was one of the little uh, uh, critter fellows in like here, like an EV. Yeah. Yeah, like an EV, for example. I mean, of course, you know what an EV is. It would appear electric vehicle on the <laughs> shut up. It would appear on the table in front of you, right? That's fun, right? That's cute. 
Yeah, and if you love Pokemon, it's like yeah, the Pokemon is in my apartment right now. This yeah. is exciting. It's a no-brainer. Mm-hmm. It's fun. How it's fun. Sounds you, awesome. How do you place them there? Um, I don't know. The game just distributes them all over the really? world. And yeah. in fact, they they had them in like really inappropriate places. Oh. Yeah, like. Yep. Concentration camps, Ugh, and people yeah. were playing Pokemon Go inside, the, and then they had to go in and like yeah. remove it. But I think they just were like, "Oh, we'll just scatter them all over the globe," and mm. then they had to go back oh. in yeah, and take them out of. It's based on places uh, you shouldn't be playing a video game. It's based on a, a pre-existing game, which was itself based upon. I think I, is it geocaching? Is that what they call it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. where you where you can like scavenger hunt to yeah, like yeah. specific coordinates. I will that say I could like see fun. how yeah geocaching is very cool. I could see how if you're like into that type of thing, that Pokemon Go would be kind of fun. I could see that. It's a little bit more interactive in a different yeah. way than being in front of a television. I, you're out and about, so you could play anytime. You could play while you're grocery shopping. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that how was the you... thing is that they they said like yeah, it encourages people to go out and walk, but really it encourages people to like stumble upon dead bodies or yeah. like. How would you Not like uh, distress calls? How'd you like to be the officer who was trying to stop a robbery at a mall asking for backup and know that these guys were 200 yards away and one of the cops said I don't want to be his help and they so, went on for what 20 minutes. City was this do we know LA. LA? This do, is the LAPD. Do we know if the, these well, guys have never are, done anything wrong? Are yeah. they <laughs> <laughs> Are they cops somewhere else now? Cuz they don't were fired. Know. They were fired and uh th- th- again their defense was this is private communication and the the department's like you're in a public owned car and you're on duty. That's there's no expectation of privacy in that. What's amazing about this is those cops will probably and have maybe already gotten jobs in another department somewhere because there's no there's no uh, like a database or something um, for police who are, you know, if you're a small town uh, police department, that's where they end up going because there's no database that says, hey, these guys were fired because they were playing Pokemon Go um, on the job and not responding to a call. So they probably have jobs somewhere else being police officers and playing Pokemon Go. I again. mean, boy, you, you, we isn't it the kind of thing that should prevent you from ever getting to do that job again? I, I would think so. But I mean, here's the thing. So it kind of ties into that last segment, which is why I put them together. Could you imagine being a fellow officer on the force with them knowing they ignored a call for help Brutal. from one of their brothers or sisters and ignored that to play the game? I mean, I would think that would make you a black sheep in any department anywhere. DGS on a Friday on KMOX. Dave is out today for the long weekend. He'll be back next week. Rachel, Andrew Wheeler, Ranji, Amy hanging out, although you guys aren't the whole time. Uh, just for the next half hour, Sue will be joining us. Sue Thomas at 2 o'clock. Dave Susan, Murray later on. Susan at Tuesday? Yeah, yeah, you oh, say it that way. I love Susan at Tuesday. I think that's Andrew. Oh, is it? Is that you, Andrew? Uh, that no, me? that's Sue. Oh. Her, uh, oh. That's Sue who's coming in at, at 2. That's a funny joke. Come on, people. <laughs> yep. Rachel didn't Obviously. even blink. She was looking down. Like, didn't, didn't move even, a muscle. Didn't even flinch. Uh, George Mayhew and Matt Pauley later on. Oh, uh, on I love the show George Mayhew. As well, talking some food with George, some more sports with Matt Pauley. That'll be later on. Uh, right ask now, Matt Pauley about his tight lungs. He asked his him. what? He has tight lungs. Tight lungs. He went to an urgent care because he was coughing for, I guess, three weeks or something. And uh, he finally went to urgent care because his wife made him. And they're like, yeah, you just got tight lungs. Tight lungs? <laughs> Whatever that means. Like, are you sure you went to a doctor? 
Ron thinks he went to like a mechanic. <laughs> the mechanic's like, oh, yeah, yeah tight lungs. Tight lungs. It's like talking to your buddy, like, hey, man, my, I've been coughing. Like, yeah, you probably got tight lungs. <laughs> what the hell diagnosis is that? Awesome. We'll definitely ask you about that and later on. And you got on. a shot. You got a shot? Oh, okay. oh, ask okay. him about a shot. Good. We'll do, we'll do that. Got telling all of Matt's stories for him. Yeah. Well, thank you. We'll hold back. We'll hold back on that. <laughs> it's like one. a nice little teaser for whatever yeah. he's on. Yeah. Yeah. Matt Polly, by the way, at four thirty for those that are going to be hanging around. Uh, Rachel, you have a story about brunch. I do. So um, this is happening out in Oakland, California. A restaurant with bottomless mimosas is now charging a fifty dollar yes. vomit fee what? for the patrons <laughs> who overindulge and get sick. <laughs> yes. So yes. Pe- people get really excited for their bottomless mimosas, and that sometimes results in people drinking way too much and sometimes throwing up in the restaurant. So now they're charging this extra fee for cleaning up after a sick patron. Honestly, $50 isn't enough. I would do, I would say $500. Easily $500. If you can't control yourself at brunch. Right. Right. So, yes. It's not Saturday night at the club. Even then. Brunch is even better. Oh, it's, I know this is Even my point. Better. It's better, but like people are dressed up nice. Nah, oh, no, usually it's at a nicer restaurant. Chris, Chris, have you ever had a little too much at a brunch? <laughs> no. I have. Maybe. I, yeah, but was it booze or? <laughs> oh. Wow, Kevin. <laughs> why not both? Yeah, I've had too much. <laughs> Wings. I've had too much. I had too many chicken legs. The problem with brunch is when you leave brunch and your friends take you back to your house and you get dropped off at your house and then you boot up your PlayStation and you're trying to play a video game and you realize, oh, I'm way drunker than I thought I was. <laughs> and now I'm just. now Because I'm just, the sun's still up. Yeah, now I'm just at home. Trying to live out the rest of my day, and now and I have created so I have created this ordeal for myself that I now have to fight through. That Rachel, awful. has this ever been a problem for you? I don't think I've ever got, I've definitely never thrown up at a brunch before. I can say that with certainty, but right. I've definitely gone to brunch and then realized that the day is a little bit ruined unless I can get a good nap in or something. <laughs> Just, but nothing with my PlayStation. So I feel like there's something wrong with somebody that's like, you're getting so drunk at brunch that you're puking all over the place. And that they have to. Yeah, have you a just policy. don't know how to hold your liquor. Well, they have a policy. Yeah. Which yeah. means it's happening all the oh, time. Mm-hmm. Well, so, Uber- although once is too many. I mean, I know. maybe even after once, I would institute a policy. There's already a policy for Uber and yep. Lyft because drunk people obviously yeah, use yeah. that service a lot and that can get sick in the car. That's up. different in the sense that. It's shaking around. People. Well, <laughs> 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 no. Moving all over the place in there. No, that people are drinking, and so a lot yeah. of Uber drivers probably pick up drunk people, which is way better than them driving. So that's good. If you've had too much, you take an Uber. But that alone, the sick people, because I tell my friends, I'm like, because I, I don't even go out that much where their people are getting drunk, but if I happen to do that and I'm driving them home, I'm like literally... Um, you, if you even look like you're going to get sick, I'm pulling over and kicking you out of the car and you're going to find your own way home. Like, I'm not bringing you home if you're going to get sick. I can't handle it because then I'll get sick. And then, and then everything. Then no one's getting home. <laughs> it's so gross to me. It's so gross. I can't handle it. You ever, anybody, oh. you guys ever had a friend in that situation? Oh. Or have, oh, you, I, have you been that friend? I had a... a Lady friend that I was dating. Was this your sixth grade, your fourth grade, your high school, your college? I think we were like, I was like 26 or something. Yeah. And uh, we were coming home from a wedding 
And she was doing, we were on the highway, yeah. and she was doing that. She rolled down the window and stuck her head out, and I was like, are you going <laughs> to? And she said, no, I just, she goes, I just need I some just air. Cool and air. I said, I can I can pull over, you know? And she's like, no, I just need some air. And then within oh, three no. minutes, like, just, oh. like, just all over the Famous side of the car. No. Like, no. why are you denying that you're going to get, tell me you're going to get sick. Yeah. There's well, no shame in this. Me, no, there's no shame. If I pull over. But if I'm at a concert and if I'm with someone and that person gets drunk, first of all, I'm, I don't get drunk so I'm always sober and that's so awful to babysit someone. But if they're like, there's oh, a I think for that. if they're going to be <laughs> sick, I will call them an Uber before I personally bring them yeah. home because I don't want them to throw up in my car. I have to burn the car after that. Mm. Yeah. We're, it's not so bad. It's, it it's, is it's bad. That it bad. Is. No, it's not it so is. bad. If, no. so, if someone Andrew, throws up, it's not the end of the world. Yeah, I'll never. Survive. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I, it is the ever? end of the world. Well, it's you know tough what? when you've got to clean it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I may have told you this story before, but uh, one time we were looking, for, my roommate and I, years ago, looking for an apartment, and they have those apartment <laughs> services where they, they take you around and they show you. Yeah, yeah. They're not quite realtors. I don't know what you call them. But anyway, so we go to like five places. This guy shows us five places, and after the last one, we're in his car, and we get back in the car, and I'm in the back seat, and we get down the road, you know, a few blocks, and I'm, <sighs> what is that? Like, it smelled like dog poop. Oh, no. And I'm like, oh, it smells like dog And I looked down, and it was me. I had stepped oh, no. in it. Oh, I stepped in it, and I brought no. it into his car. <laughs> no. And we had to stop at a Walgreens, and I got a bunch of cleaning supplies and cleaned it. Didn't take any of the apartments. Oh, so this guy man. drove us around for an hour and a half. I brought dog poop in his car, and we didn't we didn't yeah. rent. Right. Tell me if I committed a friend foul on this. Because okay. in high school, so I think I was a senior, so I don't know, 17 or 18. I can't remember what. I can't remember whether it was before or after that. Driving with one of my buddies. I'm obviously at the high school level, and even now, not a drinker. I'm like, I'm not as, uh, I'm probably not as strict as Amy about it, but I don't drink. And I never drank in high school or college. I just didn't do it. My buddy was obliterated. Ooh. He was bad, and he was doing the window thing that you were describing, oh. Ronge. And I and I didn't Awful. even I didn't even oh. ask him. I'm like, dude, I'm pulling over. So we pulled over to the side, like into a subdivision because we were on a main road, and pull off to the side. And he's starting to you can hear the noises. Oh. He's like, starting oh, like to do that. That's the worst thing about dogs yeah. when they do that. Oh, it's the worst because they <laughs> do like, it forever. Um, There's a buildup, <laughs> but I'm thankful for it because when the dogs do that, you can grab them and get them outside. You know, yeah. Um, but so my buddy Louie is like starting to open the door, but he's not leaning very far out and I'm in my dad's car. Oh, so no. I'm in my dad's car and I'm at, so I unbuckled my seatbelt and I reached over and I shoved him out of the car and <laughs> yep. he fell out and then puked outside the car. I don't think that's not reasonable. Well, that okay? is a great yeah. move. Yep. Yeah. No, that's the, absolutely. He, he actually, he actually thanked me later because he knew I would have made him clean it up. Yep. I support you 100%. Okay, good, good, good. Y'all are so mean. It's just vomit. No, it's no, no. It's there is no car, just. That's my dad's car, and There's I'm no 17, judge. 18, and it's it's a hard smell to get rid of. Oh, I'm sorry, oh. I missed the part where it was your dad's car. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. then yeah, you should have you should have run him over. Right yeah, dad, <laughs> yeah, dad, I took one of my friends out, and he was smashed. Doesn't so. matter. You know, underage friend. Yeah, yeah. You're it drunk ma- in your vehicle. It matters right. if it's your dad's car or not. Yeah. If it's your car, be a man. It also matters when you and your friends are are underage. Uh huh. Yeah. Like, my dad be like, oh, now the suspicion shifts to me. Uh-oh. Even though I wasn't doing anything, yeah. I'm not taking any chance with that, so I pushed Louie out of the car. And we, we weren't moving. Classic we were stopped. Yeah. <laughs> well, you didn't tumbleweed him, did you? He no. left out the highway path. <laughs> 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 we were on the highway. Careless and all.
I'm not going to lie, Ron. You're a little bit like the overtired child today. <laughs> Acting out, being silly. And by the way, I'm thoroughly enjoying it. It's hilarious, but... I'm having a nice time. Yeah, but you feel like it feels like you know like you, you just need your nappy time. For what it's worth, my mom thought it was funny. <laughs> she thought you were hilarious today, Raj. I mean, it was. I'm not All gonna right. lie. I was laughing too. I love it. Yeah, I love Amy's mom. Amy's mom is just a, another Amy. She's awesome. You met her. Uh, she's great. Yeah. She, she, I know we talked we about this. We both joked about it, but they do the shoulder same thing. Man, like, <laughs> same mannerisms. You have the She's exact adorable. same mannerisms as your mother. Yeah, we it's do. very cute. We would laugh at, like, that was, she would joke her, her advice in any difficult situation would be like, okay, it's not that hard. You just need to go up to them and be like, listen, I just want you to know that, like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's not an answer. <laughs> <laughs> okay, is it, is it just the two of you that are twinsies on that? Yeah, I, I think, think so. I think we are. Yeah, probably yeah. we're the the biggest twinsies okay. on that. Okay, yeah. I the reason I ask, I, I don't. My my daughter for so much of her life is just my wife. They're like carbon yeah. copies. Like one, she my daughter could could for all of the her life. If you looked at photos at the same age, they were clones. And they had a lot of the same mannerisms yeah. and stuff like that. But we only had one kid, so I didn't have anything like, did the other kids do that? Or like my brother and I, um, we didn't really have any of the manner- mannerisms of our parents. I mean, mm-hmm. we all share the temper of our father. Um, but other than that, no. Not, it, I think that. each kid is so, you have some things that you share, but each kid is so different. And it's funny because they manifest different personality traits of the parents or whatever. And so whenever we were just... Crazy, goofy, weird. We'd go, well, mom and dad, genetically, this was all you guys. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, we didn't it's invent this. It's your fault. Right. We didn't create it. So no. we'd always blame all the weirdness. And my dad would go, oh, it's your mom. And my mom would go, it's, like, <laughs> it's your dad. The people who complain the most about millennials created the millennials. Yeah. That is that is like the yep. ultimate point. That is true. Because if you're the parent of the millennial, you're like, oh, they're the worst. Well, you guys you yep, made you did us. It. Yep. Yeah. Yep, you did it. You're, what's it? You break it, you bought it. <laughs> yep. You got to own that. Yep. Andrew, comebacks are bad. Yeah, I just think they're stupid. Right? Like, uh, like, <laughs> like, like, Wait. like witty repartee. No, 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 no. Yeah. No, no. Like when you're losing and you come back and win. No, you'll get it. No, the, the revivals, like television. Oh. Remember, we had, we had this conversation in the office. I the thought other you day. meant like witty responses. <laughs> no, no. Yeah, I don't are... know why he called them comebacks. Uh, don't call it <laughs> like a comeback. television show revivals. Yeah, literally, don't call it a comeback. Uh, like, uh, like in specific, specifically Seinfeld, right? Like, Jerry Seinfeld has been saying, oh, Seinfeld's going to come back and we're going to iterate on the ending and it'll all be about the ending or whatever. If you don't know the ending of Seinfeld, it's perfect. It's a it's a fantastic ending. I agree with you. Yeah. It got a lot of, of the, it caught a lot of hell at the time, but it was good. Yeah. It's it's held up very well. Yes. Easily one of the best endings I think to any TV show there's been. And they're never good. These like re, these revivals, these we're bringing back this show for another, you know, Eight episode season or whatever. They're always terrible. They're never good. Let me give you a perfect example. But, but Fuller House. <laughs> I didn't watch that. I've never seen it. The new Night Court. Yeah. I Night Court was my first favorite sitcom. That was weird. a great That I can show. remember. The new Night Court. Bull was my favorite. Yeah, Bull was great. The new Night Court sucks. It is yeah. so bad. I Maybe there's somebody out there who that, that likes it. I just... it It's... <laughs> I feel like the laugh track, you know, the the audience or whatever, 
it's almost like they're forcing it. It the nothing is funny in that show. Yeah. It's so bad. And it's disappointing too because John Larroquette's in it. If he weren't in it, it would be worthless. I hate it. Is there ever I mean to, to Andrew's point, has there ever been anything that we have reawakened from the dead like that in terms of entertainment? And probably le- maybe some movies where you bring something back or at least a universe back and it's not terrible. Yeah, but t- I'm not really but, thinking on but, movies. But side. TV shows, I can't think of one where I was like, yep, that was good. I no, because I'm, I, that they are doing a revival of Frasier. Yeah, where you're it's Frasier and his son, Freddie. But is it David actually Hy- back yet or no? I, I can't tell. It's either next week or okay. it's out. It's very, very soon. But I have Frasier to me was one of my favorite shows, and I don't want to watch this because none of the original cast is there except for Kelsey Grammer. Yeah, for Mm Frasier, David Hyde Pierce isn't in it. And that's what makes the show so great was the characters and their interaction. So I'm not sure that I'm interested in seeing Kelsey Grammer with this kid that's his grown son, and they're just trying to work it out. I It's a totally different show. Which Frasier character were you? Um, Probably... Niles. You're Niles? I think so. Yeah. Maybe Frazier. I don't know, but definitely Is he Niles. the nerd that nobody likes? It's, it's, it's Frazier's brother, yeah. <laughs> it's his brother, but they're both yeah. nerds and nobody likes That's either exactly of them. That's exactly right. Oh. Yeah. That's their whole thing. That's the whole thing about them, yeah. Yeah, then their dad they're was a- smarty pantses. Yeah, it was like a blue-collar cop, yeah. like sports, and, and they are just very pretentious. In that show, uh, Bulldog, that was me. You still are Bulldog. I know. Yeah. And then I feel like I've never seen an episode. Me. Yeah, yeah. You didn't see Frasier? Not really. Oh, so I yeah, didn't know Rachel, this. Rachel would probably be the Daphne character, like. But Rachel's very level-headed because I, I feel like it sometimes I'm. But I'm, she was I'm like mixed. the nice one that tried to keep everybody in line. But she's also like very out there, like very, very, very out there and quirky. Oh, I didn't but, remember that. Yeah, um, <laughs> but with that whole um, show, I lost my train of thought. Oh, with Frasier, I didn't know this. It was the most awarded television show until Game of Thrones broke its record. I had no idea. Like Emmys or just anything? Yeah, yeah. All Emmys. Wow. And Kelsey Grammer is the only actor in history to win three Emmys for the same character on three different shows. So Cheers, Frasier, and then Wings, which was another. He was in Wings? I know Wings was like a a Cheers, not spinoff, but they were. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, it was a spinoff of that, yeah. But yeah, so Frasier was the most awarded Oh, no, it wasn't. Emmy show, uh, yeah. show until Game of Thrones. I think it was a spinoff of a different show, of like a New Heart show or something like that. Oh, yeah. But it you, existed in the Cheers universe. universe. Yeah, yeah. yeah mm-hmm. that's right. That's right. There was crossover. Um, I just, I'm really curious, what, what could you possibly do with the Seinfeld ending? Because, so what Andrew's talking about, he was on stage, mm-hmm. I don't know where, performing recently, uh, a couple of weeks ago maybe, and he'll take, he does his act, and then he takes questions from the crowd, and right. somebody said, did you like the ending? of Seinfeld. And he said, I'll tell you something about it. It's a secret, but I will say this. And he said, there's good, we we're there is a revisiting. Yeah. Or, I can't remember exactly it what it was. It felt like but, a setup. Cause he was like, what? Like, did you like the ending? Oh yeah. And then he goes, well, yeah, well, let I'll me tell, tell you, you something. Yeah. Wasn't planning on talking about this. Right. Mm-hmm. It's um, not something you spontaneously. He, he said that he and Larry David have had conversations. So what if they just did like a, a two hour Seinfeld movie. Instead of a series, I don't know how you do it. I'm, I'm but like them now. I'm just curious. Like, it's just them now. It's yeah. just Although, do you bring back Kramer after? I think you do, oh, Jerry. You have to. The comedians in Cars with Coffee. Yeah. Kramer talked about. Oh, I say Kramer. Um, Michael Richards. Michael Richards <laughs> talked 
too it, it was pretty poignant but talk to him about how you were the only one who had my back you stood by mm. me and Jerry Seinfeld in that episode very genuinely said you need to come back you've you've served your time mm. the world needs so you Kramer you're funny would be you need back. to come I mean, back would ha- I think I don't think you could do it without no. him no. I mean I, I don't know if he deserves it right um because what he did was pretty bad mm. but, but I don't I don't know that you could have a Seinfeld reboot without him. Yeah. And I think Jerry Seinfeld would want him. Just the vibe, like not like I know Jerry Seinfeld's thoughts, but just if that Comedians in Cars episode wasn't in any indication, it felt like if anyone was going to push him back into the spotlight, it, it would, would be, be Jerry Seinfeld. So if they did it, just I'm, I'm, I'm going to pretend I'm Jerry and I'm going to give you guys the pitch. It's not just we're not redoing the ending or anything. We are just picking up with these characters this many years, 25 later, years later and whatever. where are they and what are they doing how how different are they are they the same is are, are any of them married have any i mean like it just it's an update this is what's going on now in whatever 2023 2024 mm. would that would you be in on that yeah of course i i don't know if it'd be any good but i would watch it yeah definitely yeah, Especially if it was like them getting out of, not spoiler alert, but the end of Seinfeld, they (laughs) are in prison. If it was them like being released from prison into the world of 2023, that would be Oh, that would actually be pretty good. I agree. Those characters in the modern world. We we did talk about this a little bit the other day, and a texter said that the the punishment was a year in jail in Latham, Massachusetts, which doesn't exist. Yeah, and they wouldn't, yeah, it's been 20 20 years or whatever it is. So, I don't know. I kind of respect the Robert Plant approach that he would never resurrect Led Zeppelin. They would never do a reunion tour. I know that big festival. I don't know if it was Coachella or something like that. They were going to pay them a ridiculous amount of money per song, millions of dollars per song to reunite Led Zeppelin. And he just said, no, we're not going to do it. It's over. It's done. I play music. But we're not going to reunite. And part of me feels like that's better than trying to force something like Frasier or a Seinfeld reunion. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. If anyone could do it, it would be Jerry Seinfeld. I think he's a genius. I think the main difference is on the music side, it's really hard, especially for a singer Mm -hmm. who sings like he does, to maintain that into your 70s. But what they did on Seinfeld, they could do that. And be, a, I mean, like they're all still good actors. They're all still funny. I think it really yeah. like that. What do you think, Ron? Julia Louis Dreyfus is amazing. Yeah. Yeah, put her. in a call. I'll put in a call. Make it happen. Okay, make it. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. 
Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, oh, oh. 